Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Tis the season to get glammy. I'm nominated for two 2023 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. Once again, both categories are in the People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You might only be allowed to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, hell, even tell that dancing diva at the bar, the cutie slinging the drinks, and the DJ spinning the tracks. And I repeat, tell everyone. Oh, and while you're at it, visit my Instagram and click the link tree to find out how you can support the pod by donating or buying merch. Now, what you're about to listen to is an episode that I've been holding on to for a while. Why is it only being released now? Well, Daddy was busy! A lot has happened since this interview was conducted, so be sure to follow this bitch to fill in the blanks. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's about to get hot on Block Talk as I chat with one of the hottest kings in town. It's the fabulous Mr. Email Kiki. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Congratulations yeah. on the Glam Nom. We will talk much about that during this podcast, but I'm so honored to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Like This is cute. I love an interview. <laughs> yeah, and, and you, you have been popping up here and there the over the years but i feel like this past year year and a half you've like established yourself thank you i honestly going into the new year i was just like put yourself out there more put yourself out there more like and going to the glam awards um in the past like really motivated me because i was just like damn like this is a gorgeous room of people oh wow gas is 287 where i'm at this is crazy shout out to the gas prices (laughs) my attention is like anyway so like being at the glam awards i was just like oh my god like queer excellence but then i'm sitting there and i'm literally like i'm gonna quote another drag king like bill murray says it like be you know be that representation if you don't see it so i was there and i'm like i really don't even see another drag king like I would see, and I saw the category uh, best male performer, and I'm like, would a drag king be able to like enter this category? So even that category returning since 1998, I believe, or I think it was, yeah, it was the second Glam Award, so 1997, and I think Moby Dick won, and I was I was literally like on GlamAwards.net, like let me do some research (laughs) because that's a gag. The fact that the category is even back, like. Well, I think that's something um, I am going to discuss perhaps after this year's Glam Awards of maybe looking at some of the categories and adjusting maybe at least the verbiage of what they are. Um, Because I don't think best writer blogger defines most of us who are in that category. We're journalists. At the end of the day, we're journalists. Um, Change the verbiage. But we'll talk about the Glam Awards in a bit. We need to talk about you first. (laughs) I love to start from the beginning. Where are you from? 
So I was born in Manhattan, but mm-hmm. I moved to Jersey when I was like literally four weeks old. <laughs> like I lived in the Heights for like 10 seconds, <laughs> but I still like I'm always in the city, even growing up like I have family in the Heights. I have family in like upstate New York. So I was constantly crossing that bridge, even as a child. So like getting into drag was not a problem. The fact that New York featured me more than Jersey was even cuter. But um, so, yeah, I grew up in Jersey and like, how did I get into drag? Honestly, well, my friends and I would go out a lot, like a lot to the Ritz. This was, I want to say, like 2015. Mm-hmm. where like Jada was there like every week um Jada Flynn had her there it was like something Wednesdays like Wednesday uh, something Wednesdays we were there after every shift at Olive Garden because Jersey everything closes at like 2 a.m so last call mm-hmm. would be like 1 30 and we're looking at each other like we're trying to keep dancing like and we just go out um RIP, what was that spot that we used to go to? Posh or something like that. Like that mm-hmm, didn't posh. make it through the pandemic. Yes. Oh my God. I well, was because <laughs> Posh did things illegally and that's why they got shut down. Yeah. I mean, that, that place was a mess. <laughs> it, it, it really was. That was one of it the really first gay bars that I went to. And I was like, this is not my vibe. These are not my people. I would dance my life away on that dance floor. Like with my friend, like we'd go outside and we'd just be sweating. Like Mm -hmm. that's literally, and then they started doing drag there. Who did I see there? I'm like, oh my God, they're doing drag like performances here. I would watch like these performers at the Ritz and then forget about it. When I, when I met Ari Kiki, (laughs) it was over. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about Ari quite a bit here. Now, (laughs) I want to take it back a second. Now, Jersey. What yeah. part of Jersey? Bergen County. Bergen Do you know where Bergen I'm from? County? Where in Jersey? I'm from Mawa. Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah, I am I am originally from Mawa. I lived in Rutherford, moved to Mawa. I'm a Bergen County boy. Crying. Look at us. Mm-hmm. My aunt lives in Mawa. Like my cousin goes to Mawa High School. She's a freshman. <laughs> That's where I graduated Gag. from, class of 2005. Gag. Yeah, I had track meets at Mawa High School. Oh my God, get out of here. Because uh, I think you posted um, uh, recently about um, a venue in Paramus um, that was closed that had like race cars, go-karts and all that shit. And Sports World, yeah, Sports World. And I yes. was looking at the pictures and I was like, I don't recall this. And I asked my mom, I was oh, like, yeah. have I ever been there? She's like, yeah, you had a birthday party there. I was like, why do I not get it? Why do I not remember this? Gag. Clearly, what? laser tag? Oh, didn't, so I didn't fun. remember it. I don't remember it. Um, but Bergen County, fun place. Do you think that Bergen County and just New Jersey in general was an inviting place for, I guess, queer people? I'm like, yes and no, honestly, because I grew up like passing by feathers and I I was always just like staring, like, what's that building? You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. as a little kid, Mm -hmm. like, what is that? What is that? And then as I got older, I'm like, oh, I'm like, wait, these are my people. <laughs> and it was just like, but all we have is feathers. If you want to really think about it in Bergen County, um, right. they do have like mandalas now in Passaic, but that's one day out of the week. Mm-hmm. And a drag show started at like 2 a.m. or like 1.30, stupidly. Um, <laughs> and well, we have Asbury as well. We have um, Paradise. Right. But that's kind of a hike for me you know like that's like mm-hmm. an hour and change I'm like 
might as well cross the bridge and go to lovely <laughs> Manhattan. Like I can get to Stonewall. I'm like, mm, I'm doing the speed limit. I'm like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Now let, let's talk about your entry point into drag. You mentioned Ari as yes. the person who may have influenced it. What yeah. made you decide to enter the world of drag as a drag king? So <laughs> me and my cousins were at Stonewall and it was Ari, I want to say it might have just been her that night. I think it was like Riot or like one of the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was, I think it was her Riot. And we're there, it's September. I'm a Pisces, my birthday's in March. Mm-hmm. It's September and Ari's, you know, is there a birthday out here? Come up on the stage. And my cousins are pushing me. Like, just go on the stage. Like, we just want you to go on the stage. Like, I'm like, oh my God, are we like a family part- like party? Like me and my cousin, like we are the gays in the family and we were always just like dancing for my family. So they're like pushing me, like just lie, say it's your birthday. So I go up on the stage, Ari's interviewing me. How old are you turning? I'm like lying about my age. I'm like, I'm turning 24. I think I was like 22 at the time or 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, when's your birthday? I'm like, uh, yesterday. Like, I don't know. I was just like an idiot. Definitely a little drunk. Um, so we ended up having to lip sync each of us to a different track. And mm-hmm. we didn't know what song it was going to be. So I think it was Since You've Been Gone, if I'm not mistaken, okay. by Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. and yeah it's like one of my first 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 posts if you do a deep dive on my Instagram and um my cousin recorded me and I had the whole audience like well obviously everybody loves that song but everybody was screaming and like just me like interacting mind you I had just fake glasses on like this is no drag Mel like I had a bun like mm-hmm. a cute button up like I was given like the ill lesbian fantasy on that stage. like oh my god I was like a baby and I ended up winning the whole thing and I like whispered in Ari's ear like I would love to do this but like dressed as a guy like because I had watched Drag Race growing up and I was like well why are there no like women competing as men I'm like is there like where's the equivalence of this and I'm like doing research that's when I stumbled upon Max Pleasure like Moby Dick like these kings um Wang Newton I'm just like Mm -hmm. wait so this is real I'm like but like, why is this not known? I'm like, I want to do this shit. So just like literally whispering in Ari's ear, like they were like, shoot me a, a DM on Instagram. Followed them that night. This was, I want to say 2018. And they messaged me back. And mind you, it's September. And they're like, I'll book you in December. Like get it together pretty much. Like, <laughs> wow. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I guess just from like me doing that, that lip sync birthday thing, I was just like, get out of here. Like, just being shocked by their beauty because it's Ari Kiki hot mess for a reason. Like, right. it's like, you got to laugh every day. Like, literally, their tattoos are, like, life. Like, I'm just obsessed with Ari as a, a human being person. Like, so I was just like, you see something in me? Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> Once I had that green light, I was just in my room, in my grandma's house, like, in the basement, like, putting on a mustache, running to the bathroom, trying to, like, hide it. But, yeah, Ari, like, I don't know. It really motivated me to do it. What is the origin story of your drag name? Because it is so clever. So I like realized the other day that the spelling is very like if you were saying it in Spanish, because everything in Spanish is like you read it exactly how it's said. Like once people sure. get that, oh, my God, it's so much easier. I promise you. Like, <laughs> so if you look at it, it's like mystery. I don't know. Like I loved 
the fact that Mr. is in it, but I wanted to change the spelling because I didn't want like the M-I-S. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this was while I was serving inside of a hotel restaurant. I'm literally writing on the back of a receipt paper and like drawing like my logo at the top, like an I. Like, I'm just like, I'm a mystery. Like at that point I was getting into like, oh, I, I feel kind of gender fluid. Like I was rocking a tie at my job, which mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily have to. Like the girls had to wear button ups, but I was like every Thursday I had my bow tie, bow tie Thursday with like the GMs and like all these guys. Like I was just getting into myself and I'm just like mystery. Like, I don't know why that. And then Mel, like I, my, I like to be called Mel. Like that's my, my pronouns are like he, they. So just, I needed to incorporate, incorporate Mel. So mystery Mel and then Kiki, I was blessed (laughs) to Mm -hmm. have Ari's last name. How would you describe Mel in three words? Um, bubbly. <laughs> Definitely. Um, caring and mysterious. <laughs> How long does it take to transform into Mel? I'm like, at this point, I, I got it down to a science where like, there's no really like, colors up here just yet I'll do like a blush a highlight but if I if I'm really rushing like 30 minutes I want to say like 45 minutes not bad not bad But if I take my time yeah I can go forever obviously there are drag tutorials on YouTube a lot of um the current drag generation has learned to paint through doing drag tutorials on YouTube yes are there drag tutorials for drag kings the way that there, there are. are for drag queens? Is that how you there tell are, yourself? Yeah. Um, I watch like anybody do makeup, to be honest. Mm. So it's just like for me, it's like the artistry. But I had watched, um, who did I watch? Well, like Landon Spider. Mm-hmm, they would mm-hmm. post a lot on Instagram, like even in their stories or even in like their set up little videos that they do. And I would just like, freeze frame even like screenshot some things and like try to incorporate it with like my face but I also like didn't want to just copy people too because like I got a lot of influence from tenderoni just like the crisp lines like on the beard and like I'm like it's flattery but I just also don't want to just take people's face either absolutely but I'm inspired by so many kings oh my gosh (laughs) who else what other kings that the people need to know well YouTube makeup tutorial wise, Hugo girl, um, they like do an in-depth, some, some of it is sped up. They speak a lot. They'll show like the makeup. I watched them for a while. Um, who else? Definitely. Yeah. Landon Sider, Tenderoni, um, even Adam in the UK. I'm, I'm forgetting his name, but always has uh, glasses and a bow tie. Very simple mm-hmm. makeup, but like I love from even TJ Maxx, Show Pony, like their artistry, Androgen. Oh my God. Like, I'm like, how do you do this? Like, it looks like a painting <laughs> on their face. And I'm just like trying to get into that more. But yeah, I'm inspired you, by all of them. Do you feel that your makeup has evolved over the years? Absolutely. Yeah, I look at some of, <laughs> some of the pictures and I'm like, wow. Like, I really was like feeling my oats. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. <laughs> But it's just like two lines. Like now, now I add a little, you know, more depth and yeah. Now when it comes to your drag style, when with fashion and, and with the makeup, how would you describe it? What what is your angle 
for your character? I at first was very much like, I need to always wear suits, which like mm-hmm. a lot of kings do do that. But as I've evolved and I've honestly seen other drag kings, drag thing performers, like I'm like, oh, wow. Like you don't necessarily have to wear pants. You know what I mean? Like show sure. pony. Oh my God. Obsessed with how they carry themselves. Even like TJ Maxx, I mentioned before, or just the tearaway moments that Richard pulls out like into like a gag or like something like that. Like, I don't know. Like I've just, me personally have gotten more like creative with it, especially dropping names, boy package. Like they um, create clothes. That's very gender fluid, very mm-hmm. like, and I live for that. So I've been trying to incorporate that and kind of step away more from like the classic look. Always go for that. Definitely. I always Absolutely. have a blazer on me, but I do want to switch it up even, I don't know if I'll try a heel, but maybe like a big boot. <laughs> a big Adam Lambert boot. Right. Oh my God. Love Adam Lambert. One of my favorite Sucks. drag kings. Literally. That's dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I had you, that was my go-to. <laughs> Absolutely. What, what are your drag dreams? My drag dreams would be to be a part of like a drag king televised like competition pretty much the Mm -hmm. equivalence of like RuPaul's drag race but I don't feel that I'm qualified enough to host just yet but I'd love to whether I'm on the panel or like backstage even like that person that kings need to speak to like on a weekly basis like I'd love to just sit there about to get certified for counseling just to be able to do this but any way that I can help like production or even judging I mean shit who am I to judge but (laughs) but that's that's the goal of mine just to see that happen in my lifetime would be yeah amazing now obviously you've had your big blow up recently but you've been on the scene for a while yeah and there seems to be this thing in New York where um the general we forget about the drag kings so how would you describe the drag king scene in New York? I want to say it's growing, thriving, definitely. Like just for me starting in 2019. And it's funny because when I, I made my debut before Ari ever booked me because mm-hmm. I was just like, I need to know for myself that like, I can do this. <laughs> like, or that I actually want to do this. Cause I'm like, if I perform and I don't like this, like, whatever, like, I'm, I won't continue. Right. But I, I entered um, Hot Mess at House mm-hmm. of Yes. Um, it was Madam Vivian hosting. And all you had to do was just submit, like, a Google form, pretty much. Like, what are you? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to make a mess or not? Because <laughs> people were just, yeah. That's where I met <laughs> Richard. That's where I met Sweaty Eddie. Sweaty wasn't um, competing, but they were watching um, Richard compete. I don't know if they were dating just yet. So that's like so cute too. But I was there and there were other Kings competing as well. So that just seeing that, I was like, oh my God, like people are doing this. Like this is really happening. It's like, oh my God. But um, yeah, seeing Richard that night, I was just like, I was motivated and just getting off the stage, I wanted to go back. So I was just like, damn, like this is definitely like a right fit. Like I felt like this was like my call. <laughs> that like you that men- makes sense. You mentioned Richard, you mentioned Sweaty Eddie. Obviously yes. this is a great segue to discuss the Cake Boys. Um, yes. 
let's be honest the cake boys really have amplified the drag king drag thing scene in a way that was i think essential um y'all all all existed it was just a matter of time and dare i say budget to make it exist organization yeah yeah in, in, in a way that fit the mold of what the mainstream audience may have wanted yeah why is the cake boys an important group i love it because like they call themselves like a drag king collective you know what I like mm-hmm. cake boys are you know richard sweaty scenario muscles you know like that is the core that is the heart but if you actually go on the instagram like it's also just like a hub where they're like just trying to get all the kings together and like sure like a king rising literally where it was my first time like kind of hanging out with them outside of house of yes this was i want to say yeah like right before the pandemic like 2019 and they were doing a photo shoot inviting like kings over and just i don't even think we yeah we didn't pay for it like i was just so i was like oh my god these are my people like i felt so comfortable i think it was sweaty's um apartment and they had like set up like the kitchen was just like a whole photo shoot and just kings in and out like all day Mm -hmm. long I'm just like oh my god like they're uplifting our community like Oliver Face like all of these kings that still to this day are still performing which makes me happy and I feel like we're just bringing more kings up as well like anytime somebody looks like to me and they're like oh my god you're so inspiring I'm like get into the makeup I'm like dm me ask me any questions like just like the more kings, the better. <laughs> well, that's what point. I think is really important to note is as someone who produced drag competitions um, in New York, drag competitions are really the way to get seen, to be known and to get your footing. Yes. Take the cake is promoting drag kings and things and queens in a way that has never been done before where you don't have to be afab to be a part of it you can be whoever you are as long as you fit the mold as a king a queen or a thing and i think that's really special and important and i think they are going to be cultivating the next generation of drag kings because there's a platform now yeah um you've been a part of it you've i think what you have judged recently or you are judging i judged i judged last year um the first week and then i just judged last friday this past friday is it inspiring as a drag king watching these young artists perform yeah like it was impossible to judge (laughs) because i'm just like oh my god i hear all winners like thank you for doing this (laughs) like you know what i mean like oh you're the the paula abdul literally literally like richard's looking at my scores <laughs> and it's all like 48 48 49 50 out of like 50 yeah 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 Check, i'm just out, like you're doing out. great sweetie you're doing great <laughs> i'm like there's no negative critiques you're amazing horrible but like how how like who am i to judge and like everybody brought it in such different ways like i, I couldn't i couldn't handle it it was amazing now, it seems to me that when it comes to drag kings, it's a very secluded world in Brooklyn. 
Um, there are some kings that are making their way in Astoria. Um, Manhattan, yes. not so much. Whatever is going on with those Twinks in Hell's Kitchen, they're just not letting the kings in. Um, how can the kings <laughs> take over Manhattan? I'm like, I'm trying. I'm trying, Michael. But um, I do get featured in like West Village. We, we were in Hell's Kitchen. Actually, it was like a weekly show, but like, I don't want to be messy on here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, some people decided to not work at, you know, said mm -hmm, location. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that was like my heart broke because I'm like, finally, you know what I mean? Like a king show weekly? What? Not monthly? Like, and I was honored to be a part of it. I think like one or two times. Yeah. With Oliver Face. Um, even my first time meeting Max Pleasure, which I was like, ah! like I, mm -hmm. I couldn't even speak. Also got to meet um, Wang Newton that like mm -hmm. surprised us with like graced us with their presence. And that was a key because he literally came with stuff to give us ties, suspenders, like what? I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like, who are you? Obsessed, obsessed. So after, after this, right after this yeah. debacle at this said venue, why didn't no one else pick up the show? Right. Right. And I, I mean, I'll say it all here. I've reached out to places and it was just like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get back to you, you know? And yeah, we're still waiting. Yeah. Maybe this, <laughs> if you answer waiting, this question, yeah. um, these people can get their minds around it, but what is the biggest yeah. misconception of drag kings? that we won't bring in, you know, or that we're, ooh, let me not quote a queen. <laughs> we're not cunt enough <laughs> to uh, hit a big stage, like $3 bill. Let me stop, I'm being messy. Um, but yeah, no, it's a huge misconception because trust me, these kings are bringing it from Kay James, which is like a classic performer. Like I just like eyes glued, eyes glued. The lip sync is always on point always sharp like the way he carries himself with swagger like how are you not entertained i'm confused <laughs> yeah like it's yeah it's just a huge misconception that we're not going to bring in i guess the money the people but the king following is there and we'll sleep Absolutely. on them <laughs> who can be a drag king anybody there are no rules at all at all because i even was in florida and i feel like in florida like it's more they call themselves they call themselves kings they are um like men but it's more like burlesque which i love mm -hmm. i was mm -hmm. obsessed i was able to perform um thankfully for um angel and and shay my peepees <laughs> that live in florida but i was performing with them in yonkers they would feature me which like they saw me too which like their yeah. family, they have to, <laughs> but no, like obsessed with those queens, obsessed, gorgeous couple. And I got to meet um, a few like kings out there and I'm just like, wow, but more burlesque and, and they were men. And I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. Like the makeup on point, like, like anybody can do it. Anybody, Absolutely. the same way anybody can be a drag queen. And if you don't like those titles, which I understand, like, I'll respect any title that you put on. You are a drag artist, drag performer. like Absolutely. Yeah. As we alluded to earlier, for the first time in a long time, there is a category for best drag king at the Glam Awards. You are nominated. Yes. Why is this a huge step for the scene? 
like I mentioned before, it's been like 10 years or some shit more. More than that. that. Yeah. 20. Let me stop. Almost 20 years. Yeah. Damn. Why did it go away? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but I feel like the the Kings kind of went away in a sense Mm -hmm. because I did watch this interview. Damn. I wish I knew the year. I want to say it was 2016. And it was um, it was uh, Murray literally talking about the fact that in the 90s, like Kings were predominant in the scene, at least sure. from, you know, it was a category. It was there. But out of nowhere, like everybody just fell back, which I'm like grateful to the cake boys. Like, I feel like now that can't happen almost like we've just created like like you said, in Queens, Brooklyn, trying to make it more like Manhattan House Kitchen. But even in Jersey too, like I'm so grateful for gigs that I get in Jersey or I've performed in Connecticut as well. And I'm just like, wherever you'll have a king, like we'll, we'll be there and we'll fuck it up. Is it possible Drag Race don't fuck things up for drag kings? RuPaul did, well, he took the statement back, but he said that, wasn't it that like drag race is just for women? And then, you know, you have got Mick and it's just like, what are you doing, mm-hmm. boo? <laughs> like, what are you doing? So, yeah, I'm like, it. of course, it's a platform, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know, it, it hurts and helps because yeah. it is giving people the idea of this is what it only is. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like a funeral just cuts my religious. <laughs> you, you are a part of the House of Kiki. What is it like to be a part of this iconic drag family? Honestly, like, uh, I'm lucky, really lucky that, yeah. Like, Did you know how messy you was going to be once you entered it? I had a feeling. <laughs> I'm like, we're all <laughs> Latinx. Like, we're all like, come on. You got Mexican, you got Colombian, Puerto Rican, Dominican. <laughs> forget it. Cuban, forget it. Like, we, we got all the, <laughs> got all the corners covered. But no, I'm obsessed. Like, how did I was you, such a fan. How did you officially become a Kiki? So <laughs> once Ari gave me like that green light, I was just like, because they also were like, you need to show up. Like, you need to just come to things. I was like, once they said that, I'm like, you messed up. <laughs> like, I would just literally, I popped up at a bear fest <laughs> at one point. And Ari had just finished performing, but I was able to like hang out with her and like, just yeah. talk to her and I, like that's really how it happened we were both in LA at the same time and I was able to hang out with them like we had a whole day we went to Santee Alley and like she's looking at the dresses I'm looking at like the button-ups like it was just a moment of like oh and then like we're by the crosswalk and I'm like I guess too close and she's just like step back and I'm like all right like it was like mother already <laughs> like and I'm like wait a second I'm like this is happening like <laughs> but she had a friend out there who like um took us out we went to see Angina and um Tammy like walking through nature or whatever sure. and it was like in a basement of like a restaurant it was so cool Sherry Vine opened which oh my god I was like gobsmacked I love Sherry Vine hilarious yeah, she's great amazing we talked about but, yeah, one competition. Yeah, we so we talked about one competition before. We're going to talk about one that you competed in, Lady Liberty, and I feel like that allowed you to make a huge stamp on nightlife. 
What was it like to tar- pay- take part in this competition? Well, <laughs> it was interesting because the times I competed, I was the only king. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I think this is an advantage, question mark. But I'm definitely going to give something that <laughs> like everybody else is not going to give. So, um, but no, it was every competition is a growing experience. So I love that. And just the way that they like had it set up where like we were all getting ready together. We do like um, photos before mm-hmm. with um, with Jay Wilson. Like it was cool. Like I was just a learning experience, even getting to meet um like some of the queens would go backstage, like the Rue girls. Like mm-hmm. I met, um, oh my God, I'm blanking. Ah! <laughs> I'm like, she won. I'm horrible. Jackie Cox was back there. It was like a whole group. Candy Mutes, thank you, Simone. Oh my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love you, Simone. I'm sorry. <laughs> so many names, so many seasons. But yeah, Olivia was back. Olivia looked me up and down and is like, did somebody do your makeup? Like, did you do your own makeup? And I'm like, I think that's a compliment. I'm like, yeah, I, I did my own. She's like, wow, it work. And I'm like, thank you. Like, are you impressed? <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, no, I loved it. What was your biggest takeaway from Lady Liberty? My biggest takeaway? <sighs> so many things. Definitely was like, don't be shy. Because mm-hmm. I would see other competitors and like, they were just so quiet. And like, I don't know, I felt like this is the perfect opportunity to just put your name out there. Like, just talk to everyone. I was like, <laughs> talking to everyone. And after that, I made a lot of connections. Like, after that, I, oh my God, I worked with Frida Kulo so many times and we were competing against each other. And it was just so nice to like, be seen as like an equal too, you know, like sure. the level of respect that we all had for each other was cute. Like, I loved it, even though we were all like trying to, you know, win it. It was just like, no, like we all honored each other's like artistry in a way. And I was just like, wow, this is cute. Did you get any advice from season one winner Hibiscus? (laughs) Did I get any advice? I'm like, no, that bitch is always just throwing some shit. (laughs) It's so funny. When I met Hibiscus, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, she's the sweetest person on the planet and then something happened and she's like i have a voice now i'm going to say shit and you are going to get red to filth i was like i love you that's why like there's like a sweetness in her like <laughs> in her, her fucking yo in her jokes and everything like obsessed obsessed i actually saw her last night okay. good people yes. now let, let's talk about your experience at bushwick oh my gosh was that a bucket list performance for you? Yes. It was actually my second Bushwick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the first one that I did was like illegal as fuck. <laughs> this Uh-oh. was the pandemic. Um, I was even like, you know, I sound like so naive. But I was just like, what is Bushwick? Like, and Ari's messaging me like, congrats. And I'm like, what? She's like, this lineup. I had literally performed with Zaba, like, with Mary, with Lady Case of the and I'm like now looking back, I'm like looking at the lineup, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god! I was like, I didn't even know who I was with. Like, and I did Adam Lambert, I did If I Had You, and I, yo, know, I busted out a split. Like, people were tipping. I think it was just so beautiful because nobody had seen like 
a group of people like that, like my heart was pounding out of my chest and everybody had a mask on. And it was just like, just to see the community, mind you, the police were surrounding us (laughs) and it wasn't a park, but this was like an unofficial Bushwick compared to like actually being at knockdown and hitting that stage was like, oof. Just hearing that audience like cheer like that was like, oh my God. I'm like, can we can I do it again? <laughs> and and you got to be featured in the promotional photo. Yes, that was so much fun. So much fun. Anytime like I can hang out with these like performers, I'm like, ah, be my friend. <laughs> so you mentioned you started drag around 2019. That was when you yes. came out. And then 2020 was the infamous time of COVID. Literally. How were you able to capitalize during the digital drag world? It was honestly the the online shows, whether it was Twitch. I got to work with Tenderoni. I was so mm-hmm. happy. But even though it was all online, um, there's this drag king, Chris Grinder. He is amazing from Puerto Rico. We actually got to meet um, in person after meeting online, but um Senor de la Fuente as well, another amazing drag king. And they reached out to me and they were like, oh, we're doing this, like, I think it was all Puerto Rican, if not like Latinx um drag kings. They were like, we want it, we want you to do it. I want to say it was like 15 to 20 performers. Aside from that, Katrina was doing like monthly shows that were right, themed, right? Which, like, oh, something to look forward to. You know, to like, even if you're in your bedroom, like boxers or panties whatever like I would just like throw on a blazer you see me from the waist up like mm-hmm. just living my fantasy and then it was cool because I didn't have to commute anywhere <laughs> just did like it, all right I'm done did it help or hinder when you went back into live performance mm. I feel like it helped just mm-hmm. because I'm just like literally practicing at home whether it's on live or if I'm just recording myself just to watch myself perform definitely helped and then like the the connections that I made online and then getting to meet people in person it was just like oh my god you're real like I touch you <laughs> you know we're gonna play our first game it's called this or that I'm gonna give you two okay. options you're gonna tell me the one you prefer okay show or tell hmm. show tea or coffee tea day or night night Cats or dogs? Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm like cat dog, the one that's attached to you. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have a cat. Cat. <laughs> Pen or pencil? Pencil. Christmas or Halloween? Um, Halloween. Cake or pie? Pie. Bus or subway? Um, Subway. McDreamy or McSteamy? Oh, come on. How are you going to do this to me? I'm like, they're both dead. Spoiler. I am. I'm messy. McSteamy. <laughs> Poco or Encanto? Oh, my gosh. Michael. I know, right? Stop. I'm like, my heritage. Encanto. Damn. Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. Comedy or drama? 
the drama. <laughs> zombies or vampires? Zombies. Pirates or ninjas? Pirates. Love or money? Love. All right. So I love to go behind the music and learn what your signature number is and how it became your signature number. So what is your signature number? I mean, like when I first, first started, I want to say if I had you, Adam Lambert Mm -hmm. was a go-to. Definitely um, the killers, um, Mm -hmm. like any of the killers. Recently, more like Bad Bunny. After seeing Bad Mm -hmm. Bunny, um at made in america oh my god like i was just like i'm bad bunny (laughs) like i'm like that's my cousin like just watching oh my god him interact with the audience and just like every like i was in the crowd when it first started so like just swaying back and forth but i had to take a step back because i was just dancing like yeah goals goals yeah now obviously drag roulettes are a staple at drag shows um how do you think it affects drag kings when they're performing because you know those gays in the audience they want those pop divas do you feel like djs might alter the set for drag kings so i wish that they would i'm not gonna name drop but i have literally gotten on the mic and been like maluma like even like i'm like rick springfield like if you really want to go like come on like you could go to 70s 80s like there's years there's so many male artists and you I mean I've, I've requested <laughs> I've requested many times I want Queen I want Adam Lambert give me Mika I will request the men give me Bowie you need to come to all my shows Michael <laughs> we'll make it happen yes. is there an artist that you really want someone to request who do you want to perform that's not necessarily in your repertoire Hmm. Like that's not in my repertoire. Is it Harry Styles? Hmm. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, that's in my repertoire. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's hard because I love Michael Jackson, but that's always uh, uh-huh. and Chris Brown too. Another artist that, like, oh my God, the performances I could probably pull off, but it's also like, uh, you know. Uh-huh. Even ignition, like I know every word to that, but R. Kelly, like, yeah, I would get canceled so bad. <laughs> Unless you do a comedy mix that is True, a commentary on everyone. Oh, yeah. Because. <laughs> <laughs> well, music is universal. <laughs> <laughs> music is universal and it brings people together and helps give a little insight on a person. In this game, we are going to create a playlist of nine songs that are the soundtrack of your life. I'm going to give you a prompt and you're going to tell me what song fits it. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. A song that reminds you of home. Hmm. I'm like, uh, I'm just thinking of so many like Vallenatos, like Colombian old songs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. (laughs) Any Vallenato. A song that gets you in the mood to dance. Sia, Move Your Body. A song that reminds you of your best friend. I'm like, Lose lose My Mind by Disclosure. A song that reminds you of your favorite bar. Hmm. 
<laughs> we like to party. I'm like Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here for that. A song from your favorite concert. Oof. Oh my god, I'm gonna get judged. Um, <laughs> Blue jeans by Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Whoa, not expecting that. I thought we were gonna get Bad Bunny. Wow, Lana. Okay, okay. Oh, I've Jeez. seen Lana like three times. I'm we yeah, learn a lot. You're, you're learning things. You're learning things. A song that reminds you of your favorite vacation. Um, Evie Queen. Um, damn, what's the name of it? By Lad, something, something by Lad, but it's Evie Queen. That's a song, that, a song that reminds you of your first love. Uh, Corazón Partido by Alejandro Sanz. Yeah. <laughs> a song from your favorite movie. Mm. I'm like, this is such a cliche, but this will be an everlasting love. Love it. <laughs> And the Every song movie. that made you who you are. Brandy Carlisle, the story. <laughs> so good. Listen, I don't know <laughs> if people like SNL anymore. I will always love it, but she was just on this weekend. It was by far the best performance I've ever seen. She performed the story. Shut up. Oh, the vocals were just insane always always correct always correct. such a fan such a fan all right well we're gonna play another game if you're not familiar with the website cameo you can book a celebrity to record a message for you or a loved one for a small price but each celebrity has a different cost in this game you have to guess who costs more and we are going to do the drag race edition let's do it all right manila luzon or shangela who's more expensive yep um shangela Correct. She's 150. Manila is 109. Next, we have Joey J or Crystal Method. Crystal Method. That's correct. 150 for Crystal, $40 for Joey J. Next, we got Silky Nutmeg Ganache or Cornbread. Ooh. Mm. How much is the Reverend charging? I want to say Cornbread. It's actually silky. Silky's it's at silky? 150. Cornbread's at 100. Make that coin. Okay. We got Lala Ree or Alexis Michelle. Mm. Mm. Damn, I don't know. Alexis? It's actually Lala Ree. She's Lala? at 109. Alexis oh, is at Alexis? 45. Oh, bitch. She now we got that up. An- I love her. <laughs> Angeria Paris, Van Michaels, or Carrie Colby. Mm. Like I'm gonna be wrong again. Carrie, it's Angeria. She it's is Angeria. dollars. Carrie is seventy-seven. Oh, Roxy God, Andrews or Ginger Minge. Roxy, it's Ginger it's Minge ginger. at one fifty. <laughs> Roxy's at seventy-five. So you can get two Roxies hey, for guys. a ginger. Shut up. Well, Alexis Mateo or Coco Montres? Get this wrong. Coco Montres? No, that's correct. $75 no, that's right. for Coco, okay. $50 for Alexis. This one I had planned and I didn't even know your story was going to come out. Angina or Tammy Brown? Oh, wow. 
Uh, hmm. Damn. Damn. I don't know. Angina? It's actually Tammy Brown, $60. Angina, $10 less than $50. Gia oh, Gunn God. or Jasmine Masters? Mm. Gia Gunn? Correct. $55. Yeah. Okay. Jasmine Masters, $40. And now you get to guess, give me a price. How much can you get a Jan Sport Cameo for? 65. She is charging 100. She said, it's the holiday season. Give me my coin. Good for you. Good for her. <laughs> get that right? coin. Listen, get she is on tour right now, singing her heart out. She needs the money. Give her the money. Mm-hmm. How, how important is social media in nightlife? Uh. I'm like, I sigh because it's annoying. (laughs) But I feel like it is a way to stay connected, though, as annoying as it is. Like, I didn't have a phone for a week. And I'm just like, oh, my God, because I had gigs coming up. And I'm like, these queens are going to be pissed. I'm not promoting or even, you know, the venues. Like, it's kind of like an obligation. But it's also great for work because if, you know, if I'm getting paid through Venmo or like, I need to promote my social media, I need to promote my handle so it's like a love hate are drag, fa- are drag families important in nightlife yeah it is a way like obviously we're a community but <clears throat> excuse me it's like deeper where you can like reach out to somebody if you're just having a shitty day or if you just need help with like a mix you know like yeah which is cool you you have that comfortability like Literally, if I need like anything and Ari, like I have them too, you know, like where, whether it's a ride, whether it's like a shoulder to cry on, like, that's nice, you know, where sometimes we have that structure where I'm just seeing you or I'm screaming over a speaker versus like getting to actually know the person. So it's nice. I love it. What would you say makes New York nightlife special? It's the diversity. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's like. Well, especially every day, it's, it's changing. But I feel like years ago, like, not, not even too far along. Like, we're, we're so into it, you know what I mean? But if you take a step back, it's like, you would hear drag queen and be like, oh, my God. Like, versus I was at a brunch yesterday, and I'm, like, watching these kids, and they're, you know, they're using pronouns, and I'm just, like, trying to be respectful of their pronouns. And they're nine years old, and, like, just yeah. knowing who they are, like, that, oh, that makes me so happy because I just grew up like suppressing how I felt and no, I had to wear a dress. Like I had to sit down and my legs crossed and no, I couldn't go play football with my cousins. Like, obviously I'd still do it, but like, you know what, just to see these kids like living like their true authentic lives. Like, I'm just like, shout out to these parents, like keep bringing them to drag things. And it's with this climate, it's just annoying. Like, oh, I was like, so upset but like these parents were like joking about it they're like oh my god don't take a picture don't get too close to the drag king it's contagious and i'm just like it was cute that you're making light of it but i'm just like oh it's so like disheartening because people are literally getting their gigs canceled and afraid for their lives and then you see what happened at club q and it's just like i want to laugh but it's also like oh it breaks my heart because yeah well we we keep watching drag become a political target from attacks about the morality when it comes to kids attending drag shows or even drag story hours to literal attacks on bars that are supposed to be our safe spaces 
Yes. What about drag is scaring the political right and how can we squash this? Just by continuing to do what we do, not falling back, not being afraid. Like nobody wants to hear this, but I'm just like, they are humans. You know what I mean? Just like we are humans. So what's to say that I can't pull up with like a rainbow mask, you know, if we're concealing where I, our identities and a bright hot pink rifle and I'm standing there too. Like, right. like, do we need to do group trips to the gun range? Maybe like as corny as that sounds, and that's so sad that we have to do that, but it's like, we, we can't back down. Like it's, right. it's 2022. We're going into 2023. Like there will not be a fear tactic. I'm sorry. Like, it's too late. For that. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not going backwards. I, I won't allow it. So I'm just like, we just need to keep pushing it and being present. Representation matters. Visibility is everything. How yeah. can the scene get better at supporting and promoting drag kings? Just literally what you said, just like seeing us as equals, you know, like we are performers as well. You know, there's makeup being put into this whether it's a trans performer that they don't have to bind or somebody that's trans and has to bind somebody that is trans and doesn't want to bind the mm -hmm. level of respect should go all the way through yeah because who are you to judge you know what i'm saying like it's something if like this performer doesn't know the lyrics you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. they're showing up to the gigs halfway through the show like there's professionalism, you know what I'm saying? And then like, absolutely. there just needs to be respect all throughout. And like, you know, just practicing like, oh, the girls came out tonight. No, the performer, like, just, you know, use your words. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm learning that. I'm learning. Trust me. I mean, me. it's very easy to just say drag artist. Yeah. Because everyone's an artist anyway. Because they said that to Victoria and I was like, yes. I mean, but she, if she identifies as a drag queen, I'm going to say that. It's Absolutely. whatever they want. But I love that they said drag artist because she did present a drag king look. So I was like, okay, you being respectful. Like, I yeah. did love that on Drag Race. Yeah. We're going to play everybody's favorite game. It is time for tea time. This is your chance to spill some tea on some of your favorite friends, sisters, brothers, family members, people you competed with, people you done gigs with. I don't know. We're going to see how you feel about these people. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. We're going to start off. We're going to go jump back in time and start off with Madam Vivian V. Oh my God. Obsessed. Obsessed. Um, yeah. The first time that they said my name was like my drag debut. Working with them was like ugh, everything, everything. Just like how I describe how um, I interacted with Ari, like their kindness was everything. And it's just so funny because I was just watching from like, mind you, my first time performing, but I could tell like, they were just so like focused on what they were doing. Like, oh my God, I need this, I need that. Like the mic wasn't working at some point. Like I was just like in awe, like, wow. Like just watching them do what they do. And I was mm -hmm. like, damn, like I want to do this. And, but then the second, like I would go to speak to them, it was just like, boom, like automatic kindness. like. Are you yeah. good? Like, are you fun? Like, it was just like such a professional switch, like where it wasn't, even if they were annoyed or bothered, like they were just like, no, are you good, babe? Like, all right. How are you feeling? You comfortable? Like, I'm just like, oh, I love you. Like a sweetheart obsessed with Madame Viv. Obsessed. Next, Marty Gold Cummings. Oh my God. 
I'm like, you're saying the best people ever. I'm like, everybody that I work with. <laughs> Marty, oh, somebody that is very respectful of pronouns, like mm-hmm. hard, Absolutely. a sweetheart, like, oh my goodness. I want to hang out with you, Marty. <laughs> but no, we did um, Peachy Keen together, which is like this really cute, like 70s, like retro yeah. themed. It was my first time ever there. And I was just like, oh. Anytime I work with Marty, we also did um, the Shit's Creek brunch um, mm-hmm. at Stella's. And Marty's just a hoot. Like, just to watch them perform, like, they are having so much fun. And that is key. Yeah. Like, if you are stressed, like, even just like Madame Viv, like, they, they just switch it on. Like, we'll just be kicking, And they're just like, all right. Like, yo, they are oh, hysterical goals, honestly. Next up is that bitch, Frida Kulo. Of her. Lady Liberty with them was an experience. I literally just learned from like being besides them because at the finale, oh my God, like nobody had a chance. Nobody had a chance. (laughs) Frida came with half of the audience and they're all wearing matching t-shirts. I'm like, okay. I'm literally like writing notes down like, all right, I'm gonna bring my Isn't whole family. <laughs> Yo, and then she had um, privilege as like a like a prop. She was Yolanda. It was like a whole Selena thing, and I'm just like, damn, like privilege is really given like the ajita, but like she was just like the craziest old lady sitting there. I'm like, who is this old lady? And then like she turns her face, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, no, you won. Like this was before we, we were just <laughs> taking pictures. Like I'm like, damn, you won. I'm like, everybody had backup dancers. I'm there like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> but I love Frida. Professional, amazing. Love working with her. Oh, who, she's, she's a good time gal. Yeah. Love Next, her. what do you have to say about Ginger Lad? Ginger Lad, my heart. Oh my gosh. Ginger is professional. Ginger oh, makes you feel like scene really any gig that I do with ginger like I'm taking care of if that makes sense like not to knock you know the the broom closet um (laughs) or like you know some of these (laughs) these backstages but like when I work with ginger oh my gosh like it's I mean everything is just so on point with ginger when it comes to like even like payment like meals, everything, like, are you good? We even, and Mr. Lad, they are, oh my God, you want to talk about power couple? Mm-hmm. They are goals. Like with Mr. Lad rocking the merch, like, it's just like, damn. And he'll do like four outfit changes. <laughs> he is the craziest, like the best MC, like just their energy. And the fact that we do like these gratitude circles, like I love that shit. Like, please like let's uplift each other like i'm here for all that corny shit like i love it i love it i love it obsessed with them very grateful for both of them yeah next up muscles monty muscles love muscles love muscles a clown wonderful host i'm always like just in awe every time they're on the mic they're like was i okay was i good and i'm like what i'm like what are you what humble humble king and the artistry too like I feel like everybody sleeps on muscles like I don't know if it's like prosthetics or how they do it like I need to get into it because and it's year round it's not even just Halloween like their concepts 
And then their partner, Lozo, a gem. Like, I think that they help, yeah, with all their outfits because everything is just like on point. On point always. I love muscles. <laughs> Says. Next up, Richard. That is dad. I love Richard. <laughs> From the first time at House of Yes, um, their mix was this whole like, they started off like, oh, I'm drinking coffee in the morning, like newspaper. And then the coffee obviously upset their stomach. So fast forward to them literally dousing themselves in pepto <laughs> My God. And like, I don't know if it was like pudding, but there was, yeah, it was... <clears throat> I was just watching like, wow, I'm supposed to go after this. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I think he might have won that night. But oh, my God, from that first interaction with Richard, I was just like, yeah, we're best friends. Like, it's, it's over. I love Richard so much. Now let's talk about Oliver Face. Another one. Love Oliver Face. Like, uh, and we have like had the opportunity to just like kick it, hang out. But an amazing performer, like, I can't. Oliver will jump off of anything and land these splits <laughs> in these boots. And I'm like, how? <laughs> like, I'll bust out a split here and there, but I'm also always <laughs> injuring myself. <laughs> and this one just, like, just pops up. And just how they carry themselves and just are so comfortable with their body. Like, oh, my God. So much respect for them. Like obsessed as well i'm obsessed with every artist that i work with so inspiring really how about some tea on tj maxx like this king just like pops in and pops out <laughs> but they were also my barber as well um <laughs> love tj maxx jersey uh they they came i think like two years ago but they live in, in jersey as well in newark mm -hmm. so that's fun I'm like i haven't seen them in a while I'm missing. <laughs> But again, the paint is sickening and they paint like themselves. I don't know if the medium is like acrylics or watercolor. I think both, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I actually went to their their um, place, their apartment, and they have it so cute. Like their, their partner has like a gaming corner set up. They have an extra oh, nice. room. And then the other side is just like an easel and like paint everywhere, oh, like cool. plants. I'm like, you guys are fucking goals. Like, oh my God, like. They have their own each like area, like just to, you know, do their stuff like game or paint. I love or... that. So cute, right? I'm like here telling like their whole couple apart. goals. But no, literally, like I admire them so much. And they're oh, a gem, sweetheart. Love talking what to you... them when they're cutting my hair. Yeah. What, what do you got to say about Castrata? Oh the voice of an angel. Literally. No, literally, there are some songs that like I'm like, uh. Like, I'd rather hear Castrata sing that. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's honestly, honestly, and I, like, will hear her voice in my head. Love Castrata. Like, a sweetheart. So funny. So funny. Like, uh, anytime I'm with her, I'm laughing. And just, like, they make you feel so comfortable, too. Like, always. Anytime I work with her, I had the pleasure of working with her and Kiki at, um, at pieces and the first time I did it Kiki wasn't there so it was just her and I and I just like I'm getting more comfortable speaking on the mic and I just felt so like it was just a nice flow like back and forth like I didn't feel yeah. awkward or uncomfortable like they make you feel so uncomfortable I mean comfortable <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say 
it's it's the beauty yeah. and the voice. How could you literally? Not no, right, right. That's what I meant. <laughs> All right. How about someone? I guess is a technically like a distant cousin. Essence. Oh my gosh, I love Essence. Another gem. Honestly, like uh, I love watching her perform. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like glued. Like there are certain performers that like I can't look away. Like doesn't matter who's calling like I'm just like can't even look down to reach for singles like I don't want to miss anything yeah type of performer you know what I mean and then just like hilarious funny so hot I'm like in and out of drag just yeah obsessed all right one one of the many queens of brunch nowadays Misty Mountains oh my gosh I just worked with Misty last night obsessed and we did um pulperia too that was so much fun missy's just like hilarious like there's somebody that i take notes to like they get raunchy i'm like "Ah!" but i love it love the mug and their hugs oh my god Mm -hmm. i could hug misty all day they're warm hugs you literally she's like kissing my forehead last night i'm like short king love but like oh my (laughs) god i'm just like yo i could have fallen asleep in her arms like she's so much fun i love her all right, Mary Muscles. My bae. Ah! So I would like hang out with Mary. Like, thank God for the pandemic sometimes because I really didn't get to know like Ari, Katrina, Lola, like all of them too well until we really didn't have any other choice, but we were just like hanging out at a park. Like mm-hmm. we would do that like a lot during the summer of 2020. And that's like really where me and Mary like hung out a lot. But for me, I was just like, I want more. Like, I want more, you know? Like, but she explained it to me. Like, for her, drag wasn't necessarily, like, a need. It was more of just, like, whenever I feel like it. Sure. I'm like, I know you don't need it, but we need you. Like, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. And I'm just like, no. But I obviously, we spoke about, like, artists and, you know, their minds. And you got to respect boundaries and stuff like that. It's like, as much as we'd love to see Mary all the time, it's like, I'm so grateful that she's been more present and we're both I feel like getting more comfortable with hosting mm-hmm. we got to do um Stonewall together which was nice like I love when you can like almost volley and just like bounce off the other person we're all like like giving story time like she's talking about South Africa and I'm over here telling stories about like my grandma and it was just like cute like yeah. without any pressure of like you need to say this like you need to you know like you need to say these things to the audience like no like I love to make a connection. Like she did this whole thing where we like take a deep breath, like as a community. Like I love mm-hmm. that. Like just yeah. everybody relax, enjoy the show and just have a good time. She's uh-huh. yeah. Good vibes all the time. Like a ball of sunshine. I love Mary. <laughs> well, speaking of a ball of sunshine, how about hibiscus? I love hibiscus. <laughs> Eli. Oh, obsessed. Um, we really connected through our love of Lana <laughs> another one I'm like mm-hmm. judge judge hibiscus but no yeah um oh my god and the fact that we both did cheerleading so yeah we connected um because I'm like I did cheerleading for eight years like obviously not a fly <laughs> that's hibiscus but mm-hmm. I'm like yeah I'm like I'm a base I'm like let's do this <laughs> like I'll, I can literally probably lift her like this yeah. in a liberty yeah. it's like one foot just like, catch her but um, love hibiscus. She's so funny. Like, 
she's so sweet and then she's like a sour patch kid like Mm -hmm. (laughs) she'll just say Mm -hmm. some shady ass shit and you're like oh my god that came out of your mouth literally (laughs) so cute um based on the family tree i guess this is technically your 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 niece we're okay yes i'm like i don't know if they had the official chicken wing or chicken nugget (laughs) ceremony that Ari likes to do but um oh my god love Roque another person that we've had like the mic together I think it was Ari's show or somebody's show and they gave us both the mic I don't know why Uh but it was the funniest thing in the world aside from anything that comes out of her mouth is hysterical but we were just going back and forth like and I love to do a duet with her like oh just yeah I'll do a duet with anybody, but she's hysterical. I love her. Next up, Katrina Lovelace. Bay. Katrina, uh, she, like, from Jump, was such a sweetheart. Like, so nice. This was even before I was, like, in the family. Um, This was when Lola and Katrina were, like, at club coming, I want to say, on, like, Friday nights or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I would try to go, whether it was, like, after work, I think like this was yeah like 2019 almost 2020 and like oh my god Katrina has just grown so much too like from what I've seen like when I first started like doing drag and just watching them evolve has just been oh, a pleasure and I learned from them a lot too they help me with mixes all the time like yeah. Katrina's just so helpful and caring like I love her <laughs> that's amazing yeah. Yeah. next up Lola Michelle Kiki fuck that bitch now <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got one word at hand. That's it. Now, <laughs> Lola is, you'd think, like, yo, it's just like a teddy bear, literally. Like, you hear her on the mic and she's just ready to rip you, ready to like <laughs> check you, but also a sweetheart, the biggest sweetheart in the world. Oh my God. Love her. A Best toast <laughs> to Lola Michelle Kiki. A toast to the groom. Right. <laughs> Like, who finally, else is bringing Hamilton? <laughs> literally. Well, finally, Mother Dearest, Ari Kiki. Ari Kiki. Like, I could uh, gush about Ari forever. Um, we actually lived together for a year. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I never, you know what I mean? In your life, you never think. Like, well, in general, like, oh, I'm going to be a drag king when I grow up. Like, right. let alone, like, living with your drag mom. Like, oh, that was so cute. I love That's, her. That, that yeah. special. It really was like we would like watch our shows like you didn't watch the show yet. Right. And like we just try to like have our time together. Like so freaking cute cooking for each other. Like it was cute. It was a moment. (laughs) If you weren't doing drag, what would you be doing? Like I'd be dead. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, like I probably teaching. All right. I'm here for that. I did go to school for teaching. Um, I did not finish, but I'd probably be teaching like special ed or yeah. I love that. Somewhere. Yeah. What is your go-to karaoke song? Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm listen, I've done that drunkenly many times, and it's so fun because it gets the crowd going and you don't have to be that good. Right. I'm like Galileo. Your now, turn, your turn. <laughs> now, 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 let's say, Drag King on Drag Race. If you had to pick a character for Smash Game, who would it be? Damn. I'm like, who could I impersonate? 
Mm. Like, I would not, right. I'm like, I wouldn't even want to touch that. Like, I don't want <laughs> to embarrass myself. <laughs> um, damn, I wanted to say that funny. I'd have to be t- talking in Spanish the whole time. <laughs> he does speak English. It's like with a cute accent. Um, hmm. Maybe I'm like, I got to leave Pitbull to Richard. Like, I can't even touch mm-hmm. that either. Like that ball cap. Mm. But that would be fun to do. Pitbull would be fun. I think I could pull that out of my <laughs> Um, I'm like any Spanish, like Mark Anthony, Maluma. I feel like I pull that off. Just wear some glasses, just sing. <laughs> I, I love that. Right. You've fallen down a rabbit hole on YouTube. What are you watching videos of? Like I did this the other day when I didn't have a phone for a week. <laughs> I went into a hole of like, hmm, I'm trying to think of like uh, any of those Kelly videos. Like I could watch those videos for hours. Like it's mm-hmm. not just shoes. Like <laughs> there is so many other songs. Like it's a whole yeah. I would yeah watch that for days. I got some fan corner questions for you. Okay. Well, first off, from Russell Zacker, no questions, just abundant adoration. And from Amanda Massacre. Besides Aww. Bad Bunny, what other Latin musicians do you love? Not like love. Love. Mm, I'll probably have to say Maluma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love performing anything Maluma. Nice. Yeah. I have my previous guest ask my current guest a question, and this is a question from Just JP up in Boston. Do you know what ranked choice voting is? Ranked choice voting? I don't think so. Or maybe I right. do, and I don't know. So ranked choice voting is actually something uh, they just did in New York uh, for the mayoral race, where you get to rank your choices, well, uh, I think one, two, three. And then okay. after the first round, like someone gets knocked out, and then those votes go to the second voter. And that's how mm-hmm. we ended up with Eric Adams. Oh. <laughs> You're like, that's the explanation. <laughs> there it is. Right. Well, now is your turn to ask my next guest a question, and it can be about literally anything. Drag, nightlife, politics, sports, music, fashion, whatever you want it to be. Your choice. Hmm. Let's see. Is the next guest going to be like a drag performer? You don't get to know, but most likely. Okay. Because like, I don't want to be like too specific and then they're like not a <laughs> performer. Um, like what made you want to like start performing? I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. Well, we love to expand the Block Talk family here. Who do you want to hear an interview with on Block Talk? Hmm. I'm like, of course, I'm going to say a king. <laughs> like, promoting kings. Absolutely. Um, who would be fun to interview? Oh, my God, Richard. Yeah, that's the right. first person. Richard's so funny. It. Yeah, oh, wow. I feel like you'd have a good time with Richard, yeah. I'm here for it. All right, well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and all that jazz? You can follow me on Twitter at Mystery Mel Kiki. I'm pretty sure that's my like full handle. <laughs> um, Venmo is going to be just Mystery Mel. So that's M-Y-S-T-E-R-E-M-E-L. 
And then I shortened my Instagram handle. So that's MX Mel Kiki. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here. It is so amazing to see you explode the way you have and congrats on all your success. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. 